Hello and welcome to the Arbor Vitae podcast. I'm Jason Sroden and today we're going to be talking about a lot of cool things involving farmers with our good friend Brian from Long Run Associates. We're going to be talking about problems farmers are facing, pesticides and heavy metals, and we're going to talk about where the industry is as a whole. It seems to be going in a really positive direction. We're like on the top of a mountain and we're about to fall. So Brian, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. How the hell are you? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me. This is our second one. Uh, Our first one, I was really nervous (laughs) and uh, I was actually making fun of myself to my team. I felt like Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights. Like, what do I do with my hands? And, but now I got that out and I'm ready to rock and roll and I love what we're talking about today. Yeah, we're going to hit a lot of things that are important to people in the hemp industry because as Brian and I have talked about before, you know, farmers are the heart of this business and with the farmers need to have healthy businesses in order for us all to have healthy businesses. So let's talk about, you know, in the hemp world, farmers have really gotten decimated. 2019 was awful for farmers. 2020 has had a lot of challenges. Now we're in 2021. People have learned a lot over the past couple of years, but what are you seeing? What are the problems that you're seeing farmers facing now? And are there solutions to these problems? Well, there's always a solution. We can, we can definitely get a solution, but I, I see farmers are not knowing what to do with their product. They, they know how to grow it. Um, or know that they can grow it. And then what they do with it in the end, um, we see that there's still farmers that are holding on from 2019 and 2020 with their biomass. Um, please get a hold of us. We can get that processed and, and get it to market for you. Um, we see the farmers, that there's a lot to these programs with having hemp as a, as a whole industry, when you're growing it, it's a huge program. There's a bunch of little projects in between and we like to help them with what, what they do. How do they dry it is a big one. Their genetics, just starting off with what, how they want to do that, have a big plan with their genetics and then their nutrients. Oh man, getting the proper nutrients for these plants is a big, big deal. And then Coming to long run, we have solutions that we help you get through these little projects and and take care of your biomass and get it to market. The problems that the farmers are facing, let's 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 start at the onset. Okay. Farmer is is currently, it sounds like from what you're saying, farmers are having the same problems because you know, you know, people it's still relatively new and a lot of the people still don't know the game. Oh, and by the way, everybody, if you hear a kid screaming in the background, that's mine. My wife had to take off, so I've got the kid here. Um, So let's talk about from the genetics. What is the problems that farmers are facing with genetics? Is it that they don't know what to choose for their soil, their area, they're buying bad genetics, feminized, non-feminized, flower, autoflower? Where are people at with that decision-making? What are the problems they're facing? Well, I think it has to do with a lot of research first. What you want to do with what you're you're wanting to grow, have a plan. And so if you want to take your product to make it distillate or isolate, or if you just want to sell biomass or you want to sell flour, have a plan, just like starting a business. I want to grow flour. 
Okay, so let's go find a genetic. Let's get your soil tested. Let's look at your geographic location. Let's see what type of soil you have. And let's go find a strain that does really well in your area and with what type of soil you have. And then we can match those nutrients to it as well. They So they, it starts uh, there. So it starts with picking the, you know, you guys or whoever should do a, a soil test see what's going to be best, do research, but where do the, where do the farmers go to find out, you know, what seed, where's this research coming from, right? How do they know what seed to sow? Exactly. So one thing you can, all the local ag uh, colleges, they'll, they'll definitely test your, uh, test your ground, your soil for you. It's usually like really, really cheap, if not free for some of them. Um, a lot of these these uh, master's degrees kids, they need to get some some work done. So they'll do it for you. Get it tested and then come to long run and we help you do that. We'll find out in your area where you can get it tested. Uh, we'll we'll sit here and we'll talk to nutrients experts. We'll talk to genetic experts and we'll get a plan going. Uh, we have a customer right now. We have two customers that are in Illinois and we had their soil tested. We got their geographic location, what's best for them. And actually two of them are an hour and a half apart and genetics were different. And how, yes. so tell me the process that you went through to figure out what genetics were best there. I think that's, people are going to be very interested in that. Yep. So we went to, um, we actually teamed up with a, a genetic company um, called Trilogy. And uh, the owner, Matt Haddad, actually is just awesome with his service support that he has with his company. And we sat there and we went to the college. Uh, they came out, the ag college, they came out and tested everything and saw where the, the nitrates and where, uh, you know, all of the good stuff in the ground is what's going to be good. And we talked to the SMEs and say, okay, they want to grow CBG. They don't want to do CBD. They want to do CBG. Is it possible here? Yes. And actually do really well. Uh, we sat down. We had several meetings um, going through the nutrients, going through the paperwork that you get from the college. They break it all down to your soil content. Every bit of it all over your farm, too. It's not just one section. They do it. It's all over your farm. And we got that information and we go to the genetic strains and I trust my subject matter experts and get it knocked out. And we sat here and we got a good strain called CB Gambit, put it in their fields. Now they're there. I mean, it's just blooming. It's awesome. We got, we went to HP nutrients out of California. Uh, they do cannabis and they do hemp. So that was a big, big win for us. And we got a special nutrient package designed directly for their location and their farms. That's great. I mean, that, and that is the research that I think really matters so that you're, because you only have one chance to make that choice. And what you put exactly. in your field is what you're going to live with. And to what you say, if you have a goal that you're going to create CBG distillate, you need to find a really good CBG strain that grows really well in that geographic area is sturdy. Cause you don't, if you, if you're in a high humidity area, you need a plant that can deal with that, a strain that's good with that. Uh, you know, high humidity isn't great for hemp plants. You know, anything above 50 is unideal, but um, you know, you just, just at the seed side, at the clone side, whatever, 
find out the facts of where you're growing and what's going to grow best there. Now let's talk about protecting those plants. you got the plants in the ground, right? And we're having a huge problem on the extraction side because, you know, we're dealing with some really big deals that require us to broker and we've got to go out and get other oil. The oil that we get might have a clean COA, but it comes back, we send it off for additional testing and it's loaded with pesticides. And a lot of our larger clients obviously don't want stuff with pesticides in it. So that is unsellable product. What advice are you giving to farmers in terms of pesticides, heavy metals, et cetera? Uh, I'm a hard no. So please, please don't do it. Please don't. You, it will, it will come out. It will come out in the testing and we will find out. Um, there are products out there that are non-pesticide and that they're non-heavy metal that help with a lot of the problems that we're seeing in the field. Uh, HP Nutrients actually has a new products like a powder that helps with mold and bugs on the plants themselves. Um, it's been tested. It's good to go. Um, please don't use pesticides because all it is, is just going to hurt your, your crop in the end. So, and why are people led to that? And is there, is there a real way to protect your plants? Like you were saying, there are other solutions. Are those solutions super expensive? What are you recommending? Like if, if you've got somebody who's like, man, I've got a really bad problem with pests. What are you telling your farmers? So I think it, it comes from, first, it comes from what they know, what they've done over multiple generations of farming. And growing hemp is completely different. It is a very, very uh, difficult sometimes plant to, to grow. So what we do is we go to our nutrient suppliers and, and we actually linked up with HP and they have you know options. Now, are these options expensive? No. No, not at all. It's more expensive to lose your entire crop than to- Oh, so your nutrient supplier also is helping you with pest control. Yes. Okay, yes. gotcha. That's really great. And so they're giving you natural things that work with the nutrients. Oh, look, we have a podcast visitor, my son, Trace. <laughs> <laughs> He's typically pretty quiet, so I'm not going to worry about him. So um, so with, with that, are you've got a combo deal. Does, are they combining? Like, is there a combination between nutrients and pesticides that can affect the growth of the plant? Yes. So we can do that. That's part of that special package of how we put it all together. Um, and unfortunately, I don't know all of the intricacies of how they do it or what they're doing. Um, but what we do is we get that package together we sit down with them. And especially we have farmers in Alabama where it's high humidity and they look at it and they say, okay, we have this product that we can help with mold and with pesticides and help out with the, uh, the growing and it will affect your plants. You could have a much more healthy plant in the long run. I'm here with Brian Long from Long Run Associates. You can go to longrunassociates.com and you can email Brian at brian.longrun at outlook.com. Brian and his team at Long Run help farmers, brands, anybody in the cannabis hemp space get their, get their product out, get their field going right. Just help connect the dots for you. And if you're new in the space, which most of you are, 
you're going to need a person like Brian on your side and his team to help you through it. So Brian, you know, on that heavy metals tip, you know, there are a lot of things that farmers have to consider, right? When they're making a decision, if, if they don't have, let's say they don't have you, right? Would you know of any good resources or what should they do if, if maybe they're not ready for a long run yet? How can they make sure that they're set up for success for, and protect their plants against pesticides? So I would definitely recommend that they do research online. You can, you can find it online. Uh, fairly easy, actually. Uh, going back to have a plan, you know, planning not to use pesticides. Make sure it's separated in their fields. If they are growing other crops that use pesticides, make sure there's a big separation in between there. Um, so they, they're not getting cross, um, pest or cross covered. Oh, yeah, gotcha. um, that, that plan, that big plan in the beginning of the whole, of the whole process helps you out in the end. You know, if you don't want to use long run, we could still give you point you in the right direction of getting information. So you that, have a good crop at the end. I love that you know, go get the information there. We'll do it too, right? Brian will give you information. We'll give you information in Arbor Vitae. We want to educate people because we believe in this industry and we need more people with the right information doing the right things. And exactly. it's not about money. The money will come if you do the right thing consistently and you create a great product. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what really matters. And that's where Brian and I really connected when we met at the expo. Um, so Brian, on, on the um, issue of, uh, you know, pesticides, I, I it came to my mind, you know, when we were growing out Lake County, uh, California, it was about deer. Um, are you helping, are you finding deer being a problem for your folks? And what are you guys doing uh, to help them? So I haven't, I haven't personally had that yet. I haven't had a customer come with deer. Um, obviously it's a, it's a natural animal and they can come and get in your, your farm. Um, people put up fences. Um, but that's a that's a really really good question. I haven't had somebody say deer yet eating my my hemp. Oh, <laughs> uh, we've well, we've had a lot. I was curious if you had. So we, I mean, you know, fencing is obviously the best. Deer love hemp marijuana. Mm. They love it. It's packed with protein. It's a it's a really it makes great sense. It, it's a really great, so we would spend tons of money on fencing to keep the deer out. And, you know, just doing a test, you know, if you're going to grow, you know, put a year before you're going to grow, put some out, see what pests are there, see what kind of animals, it, you know, you've got time. You don't have to rush to do everything. You know, this is something that deserves being well thought out and, and testing and trial, but deer are a big problem pests. You could start, you know, I like how you said start, start small and you could start with one acre and test it and see what pesticides you, you come up with or pest per se, uh, deer and see what the solutions are, uh, to taking care of that. But I recommend if somebody really wants to get in it, you don't have to go out there and go plow down 200 acres of your farm, start with one acre and really test it out or 10 acres and really test it out and see how, what challenges you come up with. And we can sit here and help you find those solutions, those challenges. Um, I can't recommend that. There's a book and it's so applicable to almost every business. It's called Lean Startup. 
uh, by Eric Rice. It's a great book. And it talks about the building a minimum viable product. And I look at fields, farming, extraction, you know, do the very minimum you need, test it, figure out what you need to fix and do it again. Build, measure the results, learn and start over. Build, measure, learn, repeat. Yeah. So actually one of my uh one of my co-workers he is really big on mvp on minimum viable product and we actually run our business that way uh making sure we take care of of our customers and and not charging and and stuff like that but mvp is so big when you're especially when you're starting out and you're small and you want to get bigger and you want to grow your business mvp is the way to go Absolutely. I mean, you don't ever get too far where you feel stuck because every person, it's just natural. You get down a path and sometimes you can get locked on that path. So it's better to like have the mentality of this is an evolution and I'm going to evolve it to build the best thing, not the thing that I thought was right at the beginning. (laughs) And especially in a new industry like that, it is vitally important. And speaking of a new industry, I feel we've just seen over the past couple of weeks a shift. Like um, uh, Justin Jeffries, our uh, president, said um, this morning on a meeting, he's like, it's like there's a boulder sitting on top of a mountain and that boulder is rocking back and forth and it's getting ready to come down and start rolling and picking up steam and just that momentum is building. Um are you seeing that or is it just us? <laughs> oh, no, no. This industry is like right on the tipping point of really picking up speed and really just blowing up. This is a multi-billion dollar industry. By 2026, there was like $32 billion. I mean, annually, there's so much room to grow. And I think one of the things that's really going to help is more um more direction from the FDA, definitely helping out with what we can or cannot do. That's going to give a lot of direction of what we can do in in the industry. You're unmuting. Sorry, it's coming, man. I mean, we <laughs> we were just talking about it this morning. It like the uh, Schumer has uh, put something in February uh, that you know clears the path for the FDA to do its testing. It's $5 million in testing to, to really get it, get it done as a nutraceutical and a food additive, which is really, really important. And I just feel like we're getting there. And the, the issue is too, one thing that we've been talking about is let's say Pepsi wanted to get into the beverage business there, the supply chain cannot support it right now. And so farmers and and getting everybody up to snuff and getting these processes worked out are what is going to allow those things to happen. It is going to allow for mass adoption because if we don't figure that out, they're going to start making CBD out of yeast and other cannabinoids and, and synthesizing them and make, and they're going to have to do that eventually anyway, because of the demand, but there's still a lot of room for the natural stuff and we need to be able to, have the infrastructure and work on it. So, uh, Brian, thank you for being on the show. I love having you on. I think we're doing a lot more of these. I think we've got a couple more scheduled. If you are a farmer or somebody who has a hemp brand or somebody who has a vision for a cannabis life, 
please go to longrunassociates.com and then email brian.longrun at outlook.com. Get in contact with Brian and his team. They are amazing guys. Brian, on the next podcast, we're going to talk about more about the farmer journey and that plan. And I would love to be able to say, okay, here's a sample plan for a farmer and what it would look like and go through it step by step. Would we be able to do that? I think that that would be super valuable. So we're going to do that on the next show. On behalf of Arbor Vita 8, which you can visit at arborvita8.com, I'm Jason Sroot. We will see you next time.